This is Together 24-7, episode number 16. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Well, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7, and my co-host today, as every day, is the wonderful, beautiful, talented, and gorgeous Catherine Cohen. You did something wrong, didn't you? Not yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm planning, I'm building up. You did. I, I, I've been with you all day, because we are together 24-7, uh, and... You're just being too nice, so you did something. Well, tomorrow I'm going out drinking and smoking cigars, so I'm just making that's, sure you're okay with that's that. That's true. Barry has a new, uh, for anybody who's here in Phoenix, Barry has a new networking group once a month with boys only. So that would make uh, my host, my other host, my co-host, Barry Cohen. He's a good guy. I like he, him. He's a good guy. <laughs> like. <laughs> and who are our guests today, Catherine? <laughs> okay. Our guests today, I'm very excited because they're from $100 MBA, and um, and we've been listening to them since before we launched, and they are Omar, Omar Zenhome. Wow, if I could talk, it would be great, and Nicole Baldinu. So Omar and Nicole, I am so excited to have you guys. We're happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. I thank enjoyed that little intro there. Thank you. Thank you. So, so here's the deal. Uh, they have a couple of companies, $100 MBA, which is a podcast a website, 100mba.net, which will be, of course, on the show notes. They have the other company, Webinar Ninja. Not just webinar, like, you'll be good at it. Not webinar guru, but webinar. Not, not even webinar army ranger. No, it's full out ninja. Webinar Ninja is the name of the uh, business, and that's at businessrepublic.net. So a little bit about Omar and Nicole. Omar is the business brains of the operation, while Nicole is the sensible one with all the taste. I'm going to say Nicole has like probably way more brains because she's the girl. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Um, I could be wrong. They both have an education background. So both Omar and Nicole were educators, educators and Omar was also a university manager. Omar spent some time at Wharton Business School, so he's not a schlep. He's not a schlep. Definitely not a schlep. Yeah, Wharton is, yeah, Wharton is uh, pretty interesting, pretty, pretty, it is up there. It is the top. It is the pinnacle. He got frustrated, dropped out, and started $100 MBA. Now, Nicole is the sensible one with all the taste. She is a New York Film Academy graduate, also not a schlep school. Definitely not. No, no. So she's There's some good. talent there. There is some, ta there's some real talent there. Uh, so she's the video part of the operation, and she also has a great Aussie accent. Hopefully, uh, we, we've heard it on other interviews that they've done, so hopefully we'll get Nicole to say more than two or three words. And quite honestly, I think any accent out of our, outside of our New York, Queens, Staten Island accents are really fun to listen to. Uh, their mission is to revolutionize business education forever, not just for the time being, but forever. For how long? Forever. Wow. Okay. So um, 
And tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, how did you guys get started in business together? Oh, okay. So it happened quite organically because um, I moved to New York. I'd graduated from film school and I started working on um, some gigs in New York and I would get Omar to come along with me. He would do things like slate, be my sound guy, all that stuff, carry carry equipment, all that good stuff. And um, at the same time, he had built Business Republic and he was working on his, you know, his operations. And, you know, he would ask my opinion on things, whether it was like, you know, website copy, the, the fonts, you know, the general look and feel of the site. And, you know, naturally he was coming along on my gigs as well. And it just felt very organic that we were just naturally helping each other. Um, and, you know, it was working really well. So we, he, you actually had the idea, right? To yeah, join I approached for you, yeah. <laughs> so I, I noticed that we had like complementary kind of, uh, you know, attributes or, or talents. Um, you know, I was also like kind of her business manager when it came to her work in the video industry and she's, you know, trying to negotiate rates and negotiate clients and I would help her with that because uh, I had a little bit more experience and um, I just thought, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's team up. When we started the $100 MBA, I thought it should be awesome on the team. She, you know, fulfills a lot of the weaknesses I have and vice versa. And um, we we work well together. I mean, and um, I mean, before we were a couple, we worked together in education. I was her manager, and so we definitely had that mutual respect, and we kind of respected each other as professionals before we became a couple, and then also before we became partners in business. So it just sort of evolved. You didn't sit down and say, "Hey, we could do this without ruining our relationship." You guys did it, and then realized that you were in the middle of doing it. I guess is that a fair? State? Yeah. And, and we, you know, I think one of the key things that we always um, refer to is that we were friends and, and colleagues before we were romantically involved. And so there was that mutual respect and just genuinely liking the person as, as a person um, and respecting the person for, you know, who they were as a colleague. And so I think that that came before the whole business and the whole romantic involvement and i think that really kind of laid a nice foundation for our work relationship well from your explanation earlier nicole it sounds more like omar was just tired of being the grunt labor <laughs> no nah, he loved it he was good he was good <laughs> that's what he tells you oh <laughs> uh, gosh um and that's why he's mine and not anybody else's okay so you guys, Omar, you had started Business Republic. Uh, Nicole, you were you were doing some film work, some video work that was your own. Before any of this, uh, you were both working at uh, in education. Did either of you have any other entrepreneurial adventures? Uh, well, I didn't. No. This whole entrepreneurial thing for me was completely new, but Omar's got a very different story when it comes to side hustling. So I'll let I'll let him take yeah take that one. Uh, yeah, so I I had a few businesses. Um, I, I would probably if I had to actually say legitimate things that made money, uh, probably like five or six businesses before I started. You know, business probably like the hundred dollar MBA, Webinar Ninja. Um, and they varied. Some of them were eBay stores. Some of them were Yahoo stores. Um, one of the larger businesses that I created was a clothing line. Uh, that was quite large. We did, we did quite well and had a large team of over 20 employees in different locations across the world. And 
So it was, it was a lot of learning experience uh, throughout that. It, but it was a lot of stress for me because I was doing that uh, as a side business uh, when I was running my career as an educator and, and manager. Uh, so all my free time would go to the business. And, um, and I, I always felt like, you know, I can never get to the point where I really needed to be as an entrepreneur if I keep putting in part-time efforts mm -hmm. and to dedicate myself full-time. And that's kind of why I made the leap um, out of my career in education into entrepreneurship full-time. Wow. So for our listeners, you can definitely start part-time, but Omar, it sounds like you were getting really burnt out and not getting to that next level by staying part-time. Correct. I mean, I, I definitely encourage everybody to to do that because you also learn if this is right for you. You know, you can have a side hustle and, and build a business on the side and realize, you know, I'm not enjoying this or this is not worth my time. You know, I, I don't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. Um, I actually just need a different job or something like that, you know, or maybe I just need a different kind of career. Um, and that's uh, and that's a good realization to have, you know, or you might re realize the opposite. And, um, and you just decide to uh, go full-time when you're ready. Sounds good. And that's great advice for our listeners. So um, I want to talk a little bit about division of labor and overlap of responsibilities and, and where it overlaps, does it overlap? Now, I know that for everybody out there that listens to the podcast, $100 MBA, uh, Omar, you are the voice of the podcast. And uh, according to your bios, uh, uh, Nicole is definitely the behind the scenes person. She is the film Academy graduate. So she's used to behind the, behind the camera, that sort of thing. But tell us a little bit more about how you divide up your, your tasks, how you divide the responsibilities, what, what led you to, you know, Hey, you do this and I do that. And, and then how do you kind of check up on each other, make sure that nothing falls through the cracks? Um, I, I think um, we kind of just sat down and decided, you know, what portions of the show am I going to be responsible for and what Nicole will be responsible for. Um, and, and we've grown at our team a bit, so we're not the only two people that are working on it, but we are the ones that have to manage it. So uh, we, I actually take care of all the pre-production and, and the actual recording of the episode, so I will... You know, plan out the actual lessons that we're going to be teaching each episode. I will outline each lesson, you know, loosely script it. I will rehearse it. I will record the actual episode. Uh, and once it's on the actual, you know, SD card, I pass it on to her. And then from there, she does all the, the production, the, the post-production, make sure it's edited, make sure that, you know, everything sounds and looks, I mean, great in terms of the website. She, we have a content manager that takes care of that. So, um you know, once it's recorded the raw file, um, it's all Nicole's job to to make sure it all sounds perfect, publishes properly, social media goes out, all that stuff um, is is her responsibility. Um, we do have people on our team that take care of those tasks, but at the end of the day, we all have to be responsible of something, and and that's her responsibility. And my responsibility is 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 actually producing um, the actual content. Cool. And tell us a little bit more about um, the website and the. Online community, $100 MBA, 100mba.net. The $100 MBA community, yeah, sure. So it's a video-based uh, training. Uh, we have eight core courses and then other supporting courses in there. We have a uh, – and, you know, our courses cover the fundamentals. It's basically – 
an MBA education for a hundred dollars, exactly what it sounds like. Um, and we cover the fu fundamentals like sales, finance, um, leadership, management, entrepreneurship, all of the, all of that great stuff. And um, we provide a forum and a Facebook group for our community members so they can talk to each other. They're all, you know, working on ideas or they've launched something and they, you know, they're trying to get feedback from people. So it's a great way to talk to other community members and, um, you know, and bounce these ideas off, off each other. And, um, yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, it launched in December of 2013 and it's and it's going strong. It's it's our baby. That's fabulous. And do you divide up the labor kind of similar as far as that goes? Yeah, I mean, definitely Omar was the brains behind the curriculum, creating creating the courses, distilling what an MBA education, um, you know, the essentials for the bootstrapping entrepreneur, someone just starting out uh, would need. So he definitely created all created the content. He's on camera. He's teaching the courses. You know, my responsibility there was to produce the videos, um, and and you know, Omar took took over the website. Um, you know, making sure that it, all the videos were up there. Um, you know, he put together the site, the forum and everything. And both of us are involved with the community. You know, when, when people ask questions, when people are having conversations, we both like to jump in there as much as we can. Um, you know, our plates are pretty full, but, you know, we love our members and, and, and we're both there for our members in that regard. That is such a cool tool. And through this journey of, of the two of you working together, um, and let me just back step one second, because our, our listeners... They are couples that are in business together and they want to know, most of them are just getting started or want to get started. They want to know how to, how to do it, how to make it work and how to get through problems. So through your journey up to this point, what has been the biggest entrepreneurial argument or disagreement, spat, whatever you want to call it, and how did you work through it? Oh. Uh, They're staring at each other now, aren't they? <laughs> what? Um, I mean... I have to say, overall, we haven't had anything like a huge blowout or anything. I think I think it's because we really defined each other's like responsibilities, and also like there are areas of the business where I know that Nicole has full reign to make a decision, and vice versa. So when it comes to the production of the show, if she wants to make an editing choice, or you know, uh, she'll tell me or tell me I want you to re-record this part and 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 maybe emphasize this area, and no matter how tired I am or how I think it doesn't make a difference, I have to, you know, say, okay, that's your call. I got to do it. And I, and, and that kind of inculcates, you know, that respect and that trust. And obviously it goes both ways. So that, that's definitely there. Um, but if I have to point out, there was one episode of the hundred MBA show, um, that we had a disagreement on if we should publish or not. Um, I came up with a, a lesson, a concept, that I thought was useful. I thought it was a good idea. I thought it was, you know, something that would would work. Um, and um, and she felt very strongly that we shouldn't publish this episode or that we should change the episode, and and do it this way. And I felt like I don't want to do it that way. I felt kind of like, you know, that I if I'm going to do this concept, I'm going to do it in this way. Um, and then I just realized, you know, maybe I need to step away from this a little bit and maybe we'll revisit this episode, um, down the line, maybe a few months from now. Um, and, and realize that w this is a team and we have to work together. Um, and this is something that I, I, is a challenge for me because well, like I mentioned, I was a lone wolf for most of my life. Like I didn't have to make decisions with anybody. I just, just did it, you know? So, um, I had to come to the realization that, you know what, she has a point and, there, there, it's not like black and white. Um, let's, let's, you know, make sure that we publish only the shows we all feel very good about, and that you know we're both on board. 
I mean, obviously we had a healthy discussion about it and we both made good points, but, um, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what's best for the team and what's best for the show, what's best for the audience. So, um, you know, we'll revisit it. We'll revisit it maybe in a few months and see how we both feel about it. And did you let the feelings about that carry over into your personal life or did you put up a wall and say, you know what, this is business and we just get on with personal? Oh, no, I, we never, like, I'm very, we're both very, very careful about protecting our relationship as it is because, you know, it, it can, you know, these lines can blur and that tension and that stress can can really, you know, affect your personal life as well, obviously, as most people would imagine. But I think if you're consciously and constantly aware of, you know, not allowing that to happen because it's natural that you're going to get stressed and it, you know, it's going to affect, you know, conversations that you have and whatever. But, um, you know, if you make a point to not let it affect your personal life, then, you know, I mean, it's worked for us. <laughs> We're really good about that. And on that same vein, what, what would you consider some of the downside risks of living together and working together? I think, uh, depending on how, you feel about your business. I think you, the most important part about working with somebody else, whether it's a business partner or your life partner, uh, is you both have to have the same level of commitment to the business. Like you both got to want it as much as the other person. Because if one person's kind of like just all along for the ride, or just like this beats working at an office, I'll help out my husband or I'll help out my wife with this situation, and you know, it's uh, it, I'm being supportive, I'm being a trooper. That's not going to cut it. Yeah, you got to both want it bad enough because what's going to happen is that one person is going to work harder than the other. And there'll be some resentment involved there. People are going to feel like, well, you're not really pulling your weight. And you're not really like, well, I'm not a machine here. You know, like, so you both have to have that same kind of level. Um, I think our biggest challenge is knowing when to stop. We both want to keep working and we have to set ourselves hours and say, okay, no, we got to stop working now. We got to take these days off. We got to go away on vacation. And uh, we got to force ourselves to kind of shut off so we can, be, you know, come back recharged and come out uh, with better ideas and with a renewed energy. And on the flip side of that, what are some of the joys that you've experienced working together, as we like to say, together 24-7? Uh, share with our listeners how this has changed your lives. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's been I mean, such a wonderful experience. And I don't want to be cheesy about it. but Go ahead, be it, cheesy. It, <laughs> Do it's, it. It's, it's the truth. It was life-changing. No, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I, I left my career in teaching to, to take the plunge, you know, to do something very, very different. And I have to attribute that to Omar because he had this entrepreneurial spirit that I had no idea that I could possibly, you know, it could, it could be in, within me as well. So, um, you know, that's been, that's been a huge thing. And I think, the, you know, the, the fact that you create something together, you, you get to celebrate all the wins together, you know, and obviously, yes, there are the pitfalls as well, but the fact that you, that you understand each other, you know exactly what's going on. You, you like, you truly understand the situation. You don't need to sit there explaining to the person, well, this is what's going on right now. They know, you know, and it cuts out a lot of that, that energy that, that, you know, they, it would be wasted otherwise if you're sitting there trying to explain to your partner, well, this is how I feel because this happened at work today. You know, they get it. And, um, and so, I, you know, I really think that if you can work with your partner and build something great with your partner, I think it's one of the 
I reckon you're one of the luckiest people. I really have to say that. <laughs> we we definitely have to agree, but that's that is I think it takes the stress out of the stress that you're going through anyway because you're both you're both carrying the load together. Right. Yeah. And okay, so now you kind of touched on it before. So what are some of the things that you do to separate your family time from your business time? Oh, man. Put in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> we have a calendar. Yeah, like if it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. So we, we put everything in the calendar, work and life. So, you know, yoga is in that calendar. Going to the gym is in that calendar. You know, meeting uh, with friends for coffee is in that calendar. So just as much as you put the things that you prioritize in business in the calendar, you got to prioritize life. you got to make sure that you make time and it's in there. Because if it's not there, you're going to do something else. Like if it's not in the calendar, then you're going to either keep working or you're going to veg out or you're going to do something that's just not what you actually want. So you have to kind of dictate what you actually do. And we use the calendar to kind of help us guide us through the way. So that kind of helps us uh, make sure that we make time for life. And when you're doing like when you're doing your yoga, are you thinking of what's the next episode going to be? Um, well, I haven't seen Oma do any yoga yet. So, um, <laughs> I, I was going to say, there were two things you said, yoga and work. What was the other word? Ex- exer- ex- exercise. exercise. I, yeah, I, the I coffee, know. I understood. The hanging out with friends I got. But anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, and, and the vegging. The and vegging. vegging. Yeah, I got yeah, that I one got too. That one. Um, no, so like, it depends on how involved, like when I take my, my time out to go and do the classes that I enjoy doing, there'll be moments when I'm completely in the zone. And so I'm not thinking about, um, work at all, but there'll be some times when I'm just spaced out and, you know, thoughts about work will come and creep in. And then I'm just, you know, racing to get home home and tell them like this is what I thought of you know how about this idea or like we've picked we've had a conversation at home you know just before I've left or he's left and then we you know I can't wait to come back and and continue on so um yeah I mean we do our best I think it's really unnatural to say that you're gonna have to have this you know clear-cut work-life balance I don't think it's it's realistic and I don't think you should really strive for it you should just strive to be happy and healthy and try and just you know reach that balance, you know, whatever that is for you. Um, but I don't think there's any rule or formula or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think also you need to kind of discuss with your partner, like, how do you want to do this? Like Nicole and I don't really believe in like, okay, we're not going to talk about work when we're on vacation or we're not going to talk about work when it's like past six o'clock. Like why? Like we love what we do. Why don't we talk about it? Well, we like, some of the best ideas we come up with for our business come on vacation because we have these great conversations when we're relaxed, when we're at a pool or the beach or something. Uh, maybe we're reading a book and we discuss some of the things that we're learning from the book with each other. You know, And there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's not you know, something that's stressing you out. You know? um, and it just depends on the way you perceive your business. You know, if you perceive your business as just like this thing that you can't stand and it brings you down, then maybe you're in the wrong business. You know, you, if you don't feel invigorated with those conversations, then um, maybe you want to reevaluate what you're doing. Probably want to reevaluate what you're doing. Absolutely. And, and what books are the two of you reading right now, if uh, any? Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we definitely we love to read. Um, I'm wrapping up a book called Remote Office Not Required, um, and it's about uh, exactly that. Um, having remote workers, having a company that's based on, you know, not a physical office, but having workers around the world. Oh, there's the cliff note version of that book. That was easy. That was easy. I don't have to read it now. 
Uh, I just finished reading um, a book called Rework by uh, Jason Fried and David Hannemeyer Hansen. Um, and I'm starting a book called uh, The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. So um, th those, we, we um, started a, um, a ritual or a practice every morning of reading 30 minutes a day. So we'll read 30 minutes while we're eating breakfast, you know, in a quiet time before we get started. Um, we started doing this for about like two months now. Oh, I think a little bit more, maybe three, three months. Three, yeah. Three, no emails, nothing, not checking anything. Yeah. And it really helps you kind of like frame your day and, and really, I don't know. It's kind of like a Zen moment. I don't know. It's pretty cool. And it's great because within a week or 10 days, you finish a book and you move on to the next one, which you normally probably wouldn't do if you didn't set the time aside, which means it's on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, if, and I'm going to ask both of you to answer this. If you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? One piece of advice. Business-wise. Business-wise. Business and relationship. Or, yeah, or you know, relationship. Yeah, having to have do with businesses and relationships together. Um, I think, for me, the most important thing is, is growth. And, um, you know, if I look back at where I was three years ago, where Omar and I were together like three years ago, it was a very different place. And, and I love to see, you know, that those, that sign of, of progress. I love to see where we've developed business wise, professionally. And I think you need to be seeing, it sounds like it's really obvious, but you need to be seeing progress and you need to be aware of how you develop yourself, whether that's like you know, basically that ritual of reading every morning was because I wasn't making time for reading. And if you're not reading, it's one of the worst things you can do, especially as a, as a business builder. Um, so you need to be making time for growth and you need to be seeing growth. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Omar, is, top that. Uh, mine is not as thoughtful at all. <laughs> uh, mine's a bit more practical. <laughs> um, I'd probably say the number one thing uh, Thing that I've worked on that has really helped our business, helped me professionally, personally even, is focusing and improving your communication skills. I think uh, one of the easiest ways to start doing that is starting a blog. Uh, start blogging once a week is a, is a good start. And what I love about blogging, I know everyone's like, oh, start a blog. You know, it sounds kind of dorky, but um, blogging is actually one of the best ways because it's short form, you know, 500, 600, maybe 1,000 words. You know, um, I write posts that are 2,000 sometimes, but the point here is, is that you're writing things, you're analyzing what you're writing, you actually get to evaluate, do you really believe the stuff that you're regurgitating or not? You know, are you just saying this to sound like an expert or are you saying this because that's what you think you should say? Um, and it allows you to kind of refine your communication skills and, and it's, it's good to start with the written. And after that, you can start moving on when it comes to, you know, speaking. You know, if you're gonna be speaking in public, when you're meeting people for the first time at a conference, uh, you know, the, the better you know uh, what you do, you know, your expertise, your offer, your, your product, uh, the more convinced the people that are listening are going to be that you are the solution, that you are the you know, solution to their problem. Um, if you don't know what you do very well, if you don't know how to communicate it very well, I mean, that's the big differentiator. People are like, oh, I know my stuff. You know, like, do you know how to communicate it? Do you know how to do it in a concise way? Um, this is like the challenge of the Hunter MBA show is, is to have 10-minute business lessons is to teach a lesson concisely and make sure learning is actually taking place. So for me, communication skills has really been uh, something I've been trying to work on for years now. And uh, I, I see it directly impact our business and, and even my personal life. Yeah, I think that's so important, Omar, because too often you, you had said something in there and 
we all encounter this person and too often we encounter um, a person who's absolutely brilliant. I mean, any one of us right now can, you know, rattle off in our head four or five, six people that we know that are absolutely brilliant. Barry, 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 no, Barry. No. Okay. But cannot communicate. You know, they can't, they can't share, they can't explain, they can't anything. And, and it could be, you know, it could be depending on what they're, you know, the businesses, it could be detrimental to them. So that is a great piece of advice. Thank you, Omar, for that one. Yeah. And if you look at some of the experts that we look at, like great authors, great speakers, you know, they're really not a jack of all trades. They know one thing very, very well, but they just know how to communicate it very well as well. So like if you look at somebody like Tim Ferriss, like he's a person that is very good at communicating how to get the most out of a situation or how to hack a certain uh, way of doing things in life. You look at somebody like Greg McEwen, uh, his whole thing is about essentialism, that you can't do it all. You have to focus on one thing, and he communicates that very well, and that makes him an expert, makes him an authority. Very interesting. And let's go ahead and move on now to the fun part of the show, and that's the food round. So the question is, it's a two-parter. Well, it's a one-parter. Two-parter yeah. turned into a one-part answer. Anyway, I'll ask you. You'll figure it out. What's your favorite meal to cook together, or what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Hmm. It has to be pasta. Yeah, I like pasta. You love pasta. I made you love pasta. No, it's a good <laughs> thing you like pasta because if you didn't like pasta, that could have been a deal breaker. Wow. It's it's not that they work together. It's not the division of labor. It's not any of those things. It's the pasta. It's the pasta. That's the deal breaker. But now, now there's a zillion different kinds of pasta. I know because I married an Italian. What what form of pasta? Um, well, I like very kind of simple. Like I'm Italian as well, so you know we're all about like you know three simple ingredients, but it tastes amazing in the end. Um, so just a tomato base. But Omar is loves shrimp, so we throw in some shrimp in there. Yeah, yeah and that's what we cook You're together. Good to go, and and that's your meal together. Sounds cool. Awesome, and and then the the follow up on that is red, white, or beer. Oh, it's red for me. Uh, I don't drink, so I I, I pour a green uh, a green iced tea. So, so Nicole, you just have an extra glass of red. I do. Okay, I, I, I agree with you, Nicole. Red, absolutely. Red is the thing. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you are looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper. If you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com. 
unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Now for our guest pet peeve of the day, Otto Collins, who was on a previous episode, has his pet peeve to tell us. So, Otto, have at it. My pet peeve is those people, you're having a conversation with them, and they want to finish every other sentence with, do you know what I mean? Or is this making sense? And you just know that they're not sincere because they keep saying, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And they don't stop to listen long enough or to pay attention to you long enough to actually know whether you're tracking them or not. And those are the people I just know they're, you know, they're the one that's not listening and it's not me. <laughs> so that's my pet peeve. Everybody that says, do you know what I mean? Or, you know, is this making sense? Stop it. Stop it right now. I know what you mean. <laughs> Stop it, Barry. Stop it right now. So, Otto, is there a time and a place, though, for Because I'll do it sometimes, but do you think there's a time and a place for, a, you know, are you getting it? Do you know what I mean? Is there? What, you got, what he just said was they're not pausing to actually see if there's a response. That's true. If there's, yeah. if there's you know, if you're waiting for a response to see if, they're, if the person's actually paying attention or gets it, then it makes sense. It, that, you know what true. I mean? I definitely when you're explaining something you can pause i think otto tell me if you disagree you can pause after you've explained a bit of information you can check in with the person that's what i'm hearing you saying you got to check in with the person you got to stop because you may have to say it a different way but every other sentence something like okay so you go to the end of the road and you make a right you know what i mean Wrong place and time. Here's the problem and the issue I have with the whole idea of, do you know what I mean? You know, in life, I can never truly know what another person is thinking. I, I just can't. And nobody can. You can think you know, but you can never truly know what another person is thinking. And so, you know, I can say, yeah, I think so. But can I be 100% sure? Uh, probably not. Probably not. So... Uh, in business and in life, I I think I understand what you're trying to say when you ask, do you know what I mean? Perhaps we should all say it a different way. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Capiche. Capiche. Well, that's just me. Do you have a pet peeve that you'd like us to talk about on the air? Go ahead and send us an email about your pet peeve, and if we like it, we'll read it on air. Send your pet peeve to PP, that's the letter P and the letter P for pet peeve, nothing else, pp at together247.net. That's pp at together247.net. And if we like your pet peeve, we'll read it on the air. Okay, and thank you guys for being on our show. Omar and Nicole, you guys are fantastic. Uh, make sure you follow their podcast, uh, $100 MBA. And why don't you tell everybody how they can contact you, listen to you, sign up for your your uh, website, the whole deal. Give all the information. Uh, the easiest way to find out about what we do is to go to 100mba.net. You can check out the podcast there, which is daily 10-minute business lessons. Uh, we got free courses, we got free guides, we got a whole bunch of stuff you can check out. Uh, if you're into webinars, you want to start doing webinars, um, we're, our mission is to make webinars easy. Uh, and you can check out our free course over there at webinarninja.co. Very cool. 
So webinarninja.co, 100mba.net. I can tell you from experience, it is a great website. It's got, it is chock full of information. So, and as, as is their podcast. So it's, it's really good. I learned a thing or three from them. You did. I you did. did. And uh, for us, Barry and Catherine, you can reach us at uh, www.together247.net. Um, Twitter is at realtogether247. She's staring. I want you to know she's staring at me like she's going to get the information out of my brain. I, I try. I try. And and uh, I'm not used to them all because there's so many of them. There's Twitter. Then there's Facebook, which is also at realtogether247.net. Our podcast, of course, is together 24 7 and uh, our oh, you can email us together at together two four seven dot net and together at goes to both of us and, and they'll hear more stuff on that whole little outro recording little outro that we're going to edit in so as soon as we're done. Once here. again, Omar and Nicole, it was such a pleasure having you guys on the show. Thank you so very very much. Thank you guys. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.